Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. These are my two main update guys. They were with the two decades Dog and I worked together. They have been since Dog left. On my far right, Mink has been with me since day one. So uh, there's John Minko. Since 1993, is it 93? 93, 93 Bob Usler, Mr. Met, has been the other. So here they are, and Bob's out of his... Mink's been getting dental work for like a month, so he's never worked anymore. <laughs> Usler's off his sick bed. Now, what's been wrong with you? What I just got hit by a summer cold. All right. I got so, laid out. So I think it's the Mets playing the way they are that's got you the way you are right now. And that's not been making me feel any better. Right, they, they, I mean, that season is long, long over but uh, listen Mink talk to me about 30 years of FAN <laughs> well obviously it's been a long time I think there are two key anniversaries I think uh, obviously one we're celebrating right now because it's the one we are celebrating right now and the first anniversary I think is the most important and I think the third anniversary of the station uh, are very very important historically the first one because in May of 88, there was serious, and I mean serious talk, because I was told that they were going to change formats. They were. They and, were. Uh, they told me the same thing. And, uh, you know, and <laughs> I helped talk them out of it. And, they, and, and obviously, Imus coming aboard, and Imus will be with us in the 5 o'clock hour today. So he will be with me at 5. But the day they got Imus was, uh, obviously changed things dramatically. When, how did you get to the fan? Well, I got here uh, on an audition, actually. I was working in Connecticut radio for many years, did uh, UConn basketball, do Fairfield basketball to this day. Uh, I've been a fan listener since, well, I worked at Milford High I remember right. Milford High and right. I was in the office on uh, right, July well, 1st. Right, and I made an appearance at Milford High I was High part of that. Right. And uh, July 1st, 1987, in my office, 3 p.m., listening to the station. So I've always been, you know, I, even though I haven't been here since day one, I've been a fan guy since day one. And... Um, I sent a tape to Eric Spitz, who brought me in, kind of went through a training session, and then Mark Chernoff came on in, I believe, March of 1993, and Eric said he's going to be making some decisions as far as uh, personnel is concerned. So I was actually one of Mark's first hires. 
Interesting. Uh, yeah, that was that's one of his it, first anchors that he brought on. And Mink, as you know, came with the furniture. As a matter of fact, uh, he was actually one of the first guys ever in the building. So uh, he goes back all the way and has been with me every. Up I, I, were you in the? You have to answer this. Were you the update guy, the first Mike and the Mad Dog show? Were you the update yes, guy? Yes, I was. On September fifth, yeah, yeah. the last Mike and the Mad Dog, uh, first Mike and the Mad Dog show, and the last Pete Franklin show. And the least last Pete Franklin show. So, uh, so Mick's been doing it. Even, so you, these have been my two update guys all this time. And what is, what's the biggest surprise about FA and to you? What's been the biggest surprise over 30 years? <laughs> you know what? When you look back at day number one, we were not only, we were the first. And at that time, the way things have evolved, we were the only. And you consider what it is to now, uh, now in, in this country and even now with the uh, podcast and everything digital, to think that we were the only all sports radio station is kind of staggering. And Bob, how about you? You're a guy who's been around broadcasting. You teach it. Uh, you've taught courses in college. You've done all this stuff. How about you? I think the thing that strikes me most about the fan is that it has given birth to an industry yet maintained the standard, meaning where you've had so many different sports formats really have been born as a result of the fan coming into existence and have gone in different directions. The fan has always maintained a certain gold level excellence. And well, as, as Sports Illustrated called us, the gold standard, which yeah. we've kind of always been. Or yeah. the home office, whatever anybody wants to say. We were the first guys. When you're first, it makes a difference. It does. Yeah, plus the reach of the station yeah, is enormous. amazing. You it know, is. You, you talk to people. Uh, I, I've been down in Washington, D.C., for instance, and there was a major D in a restaurant who actually knew who I was because he listened to the fan down in D.C. It's just a, it's a powerful reach, a powerful voice, and um, and I, for one, am grateful to be a long-time part of it. Well, these guys will be with me throughout the whole day. So my, my two main update guys. So thanks, guys. Good to see Thank them. You, Glad Mike. you both get out of sickbed to do this today. <laughs>